Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path, of his Guru Maharaji, and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtanwala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the work of the foundation, please visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. So practice, you got to do practice, I'm sorry, you just have to. With our eyes open and our hearts open. But through a practice, you're, you're, you get used to coming back from being gone. It's more like an ability to let go. Um, this morning was very profound, and I was able... I was truly able to feel um, unconditional love. No, I'm like, sorry to hear that. I know, right? <laughs> for like every being in the universe, and it, I just felt very expansive. And then when we got ready to go to lunch, I stood up, and I'm like, oh, I have to use my legs? Like, mm-hmm. all right? And... Uh, and then I just, I was physically shaking, like vibrating, but then I was physically shaking out of fear. And uh-huh. so I've really been um, letting myself be gentle and so, process. And so um, the thing you left out in all beings was yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, I had shared with you last night, so much of that is coming from um, my family. I was raised Southern Baptist Evangelical. and when I came out of the womb was pretty much told I was a wretched sinner who needed the Lord. And that never resonated with me. And um, my dad actually reminded me in the middle of an argument how when I was little, I actually came to him and asked him if we could pray for the devil because I only felt love for whoever this being was, I was told. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I thanked him for reminding me of that because it gave me validation, you know, that I am who I know I am. And so it's been a really troubling year. Um, this Sunday is my niece's birthday, and I don't feel safe calling. So I have mailed both her and my nephew cards, and just I'm going to keep being who I am. But it's it's been really challenging um, at times to be in my body. Thank you for the space you create. It's really beautiful. Well, we all have our own, each one of us has our own storyline about why we are who we think we are. And um, the beauty of practice is that as time goes on, less energy is stuck in those belief systems. But it's not something you can rip off, just throw away, forget, because we're made up of all that stuff, you know. And without doing some practice, there's really, we won't get a, never get a vote as to how we go through our day. Right now, most of us are on automatic, you know. We've been programmed by our lives, and we don't get much vote about how we meet different situations. And the only time that we'll ever, the only time that there's a possibility to get a vote is as things arise. But we don't get a vote as to what arises. We only can get a vote as to how we meet those situations. And right now, 
usually the wave crashes over us and we don't even realize we've been hit by it until we wake up on the shore. And then, you know, so that's why they say do practice when you can, when you remember. Because those seeds that you plant, that we plant in our quiet time, so to speak, those seeds continue to grow through the rest of the, our lives. And um, most of the real change is off the radar. But we want to know now. I want to be, 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 be. You know, we're so... And that's just more ego bullshit, you know. Because we want to feel the way we want to feel. We want to feel good. We don't want to feel bad. And that's already too bad. <laughs> but that's where we find ourselves. You know, we want pleasure and we don't want pain. We want pleasant circumstances and we don't want unhappy circumstances. So we're screwed as long as the great, there's the third patriarch of Zen, Chinese patriarch of Zen, wrote a beautiful sutra called the Trust in the Heart Sutra, which I stole for one of my, the name, my title I stole for one of my CDs. He said it was okay. And the first line, the great way is not difficult for those with no preferences. Oh. Okay, can I try the not so great way? <laughs> you know? But really, that's, that's our whole thing. When Maharaji used to, many times, he would sit there and he would go, he would just repeat over and over, tul tul nan nan, tul tul nan nan, tul tul nan nan, tul tul nan nan, like hours. Too, too. So what it means is too little, too little, too much, too much, too little, too little, too much, too much, too little, too little, too much, too much, too little, too little, too much. So one of the votes said, Baba, what are you doing? He said, he said this is what your minds are doing all the time. Too little, too little, too much, too much, too little, too little, too much, too much, too little, too little, too much. That's what we do all day long, all lifelong. This is too little, this is not enough, this is too much, this is, you know. That's the deal, that's where we live. And... You know, it goes down to the deepest emotional level. We don't like what we feel. We don't like what we feel about ourselves. That's too little, too little, or too much, too much. You know? So the only way to, to even begin to become, become more comfortable in our own skin as we are is to, to do some practice, because practice is what trains us to let go of those obsessive, endless flows of thought that we are at the mercy of most of the time. You know, you can't, when you're, when you're lost in thought, there's nothing you can do. When you're lost in an emotion or completely immersed in a feeling, that's it, you're immersed. There's no, at that point, it's, there's nothing you can do except ride it out. And then when it passes, you notice what just happened, like when we were chanting. So you saying Sri Ram Jai Ram Jai Jai Ram, this is so great, Sri Ram Jai Ram Jai Jai Ram. Half an hour later, you go, oh, I was chanting. What happened? I've just been writing the shopping list for the next three years. You know, but you didn't notice while you were writing the shopping list that you weren't paying attention to the chanting, and then you came back and you noticed. So you can't make that moment happen where you wake up again, when you're asleep. But when you wake up again, then you notice that and you 
you re-enter the chanting again with more awareness. You know, you don't have to chant like, Shri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram. You're trying to make yourself feel something, you know. It's, that's, it's, it's, it doesn't work that way. You repeat the names, you're planting these seeds. Every repetition of the name is a seed. And just like a seed has, a tiny little seed has a whole tree in it, right? But you don't see that at first, but you plant the seed because somebody said, you plant this, a tree will grow. So the saints say that planting these seeds of the, of the names of God, which is not something else or something other than who and what we already are. We're not planting seeds for a forest somewhere else. We're planting the seeds that will grow within us. And as those awarenesses within us grow, we begin to see ourselves differently. And we are less threatened by things that were painful in our lives, and we're more open about our issues and our more awareness of, of what's going on in there. Hi. Hi. Oh. That's you. <laughs> um, you said something yesterday that no, I... Don't hold me to it. It was yesterday. Yeah. Well, I, have a, I had a question about uh -oh. it. Okay. Uh, when you said that you had visited Auschwitz and that um, if, like if you had grown up there, you could have been a guard in the concentration camp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you want to argue with me about that? Yeah, <laughs> I do. How could you possibly argue with me about my own uh, awareness? Well, what I was... What you could say is that if you were growing up there, you wouldn't be that like that. Um, no, I just want to make it more general, okay. which is that... Um, see how I can say this. Yes, you can. Um, there were there were Germans that hid Jews in their house. Mm -hmm. sure. They risk everything to hide the Jews rather than go along with the party line. Absolutely. And um, in this country, uh, after 9/11, and for some years, you know, there was a uh, there was a whole large group of people saying uh, we shouldn't let Muslims into this country, mm -hmm. we should do this to Muslims yeah. and that to Muslims. And there was a lot of other people that said, no, you can't hold them responsible for what a few people did. So I guess what I'm saying is mm -hmm. there, there are not everybody jumps in, and I, I, yeah. I don't think you Totally would. agree with that, yeah, sure. But I was simply saying that I didn't feel I was any intrinsically better than anybody else. I wasn't a better, I wasn't a, in, in, inwardly, I'm no different than one of those guards. I'm a human being who's programmed by their lives and by their karmic predicament. And if I had been born in, in the place of one of those guards, there's no, I couldn't see that I would do anything differently. That's all I was saying. Well, I guess you don't know. You don't know, but that was my feeling, yeah. yeah. Because I, the idea was that I, no one person is better. No one soul is more beautiful than another soul. All souls are equally you beautiful. You don't feel that some souls are more evolved? That's different. Yes. Evolve is not, I'm talking about basic, the basic nature. 
Buddha nature is the same in everybody. The soul is the same in everybody. Some, you might think, possibly older souls who have done more work on themselves for whatever reason. But that doesn't mean that they're any more God than you are or I am. They just have more awareness because they've, they've done practice or something like that. But every reflection, the moon is reflected equally in all, all different ponds and lakes. It looks just the same. Even if the water's dirty, it's reflected the same. The moon, the beauty is the same in every reflection. So it's a question of what, what we do with that. That's all I was saying. But yeah, there were many Germans who risked more than their lives, their lives and their families' lives yeah. to help other people, sure. It's always people like that. Well, that, that's, what I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but I wouldn't have been one of them. <laughs> well, you know, you're, under, you're selling yourself short. How do you know? <laughs> I, I appreciate you saying that, but you don't know. I don't know either, so we're both in the same boat, the not-knowing boat. Hi. Hey. Um, I was terrified to come here to make this trip um, a new terror in me, but I'm here and I'm really happy to be here. Um, interesting, the conversation you guys were just having. Um, I own the yoga studio that had the man walk in and shoot and kill two people. Wow. I'm terrified to say that. And look, the irony of what I've done is I've been creating a blockage. So, sorry I haven't been friendly, by the way. I'm usually very friendly. Hmm. Um, but I have spent a lot of sick time being in his shoes and trying to find compassion. Hmm. Um, because I am bhakti right now is literally all I can do because I'm searching for understanding of how someone can be in this earth and literally be so unloved that he can walk in and kill people in a yoga studio and take his life. Um, so how, how can we make sure people feel the love that we feel in here? I mean, that's just, I'm completely fucking lost in this world right now. Yeah. But, I mean, he has videos where he was saying, he literally said amidst some horrible, horrible things, he said, I could just use some companionship. Hmm. The world doesn't know that about it, I don't think. But he literally was aching and hurting so bad that hmm. he literally just said, I could use companionship and friends. How can someone be in this world and be that shut off? I mean, I hate him. Also, I mean, it's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh. Well, this world is this world. It's not the heaven. No. It's this world. And um, every day, shit like that happens yeah. everywhere. Sick. It's, it's sick. It's, it's also human, you know. This is what human beings are a whole array of stuff, you know. A whole schmear, the whole... I keep thinking if he had just taken the yoga class, and like, what if that, I mean, truly, he, he, I don't want to get too into it, but he paid and he went into the classroom, like he was going to take the class. What, mm. if, what if he had just stayed? What if yeah. he experienced, you know, it's the what ifs, but yeah. it's just, what can we do to? Well, what we can do is, first of all, uh, we can uh, 
allow our own emotions to calm themselves mm-hmm. down. This, before you can really be compassionate in a real working way, you have to have some compassion for yourself too. Which means you have to allow yourself to go through this process until you kind of come back. It's a shock. It's a traumatic shock. It's a big thing. Really big thing. And it takes time for us to uh, land back on Earth again. So I I wouldn't try so hard to feel for him (laughs) as much as I would try to let myself you know, calm my, calm down, come back a little bit, just little by little. Don't try to figure it out. Nobody can figure it out. It's beyond our pay grade, figuring it out. That's what bhakti is for me. <laughs> my one place where I don't think, I yeah. just feel right. everything good. in a good, good and painful way. That's good. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, well, that's a very big dose you got. Being those, but be thankful in many ways that you weren't any, you weren't hurt yourself, you know, and that's something to be thankful for. It's okay to feel okay about that, as at the same time they feel terrible for the people who were hurt. It's you can't look for logic in these things. There is none. There's just fierce, fiery emotion running the show. When I first, when I first got to India, uh, we Sorry take, guys, it's okay. <laughs> make it heavy. We're here with you. First got to India, we're taking a, a bus from Delhi to the mountains to go find Maharaji, he was up there. And as the bus was creeping up, uh, started to creep up into the hills, came around a corner and a woman with a huge load of cut grass, you know, on her head, stepped out of the jungle onto the road and the bus hit her. This is my first, like, 10 minutes in North India, you know? And she she was probably killed. If she didn't die right away, she was, there was no medical help anywhere. So she was just lying in the road bleeding and a couple of people got out of the bus and looked at her, got back on the bus and the bus just took off, you know? I was just like, this is welcome to India, you know. It's, everything's out front in India, you know. There's no place, there's so many people you can't hide the suffering, the amount of suffering and pain. So you, 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 a lot of people get out, get off the plane, they go to their hotel in Delhi, and then they get on the next plane back home. I know people who've done that. It's just, it's too big, it, the, the amount... It's in 10D, you know, it's not even just 3D. It's just like, ah. So what you have to do is expand. You have to allow yourself, it has to be okay not to understand, because there's no way to understand. And it doesn't help. Uh, to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, but that uh, there are no mistakes either. These are not random acts that happen with no cause. 
There are karmic situations that are beyond our understanding. And uh, this stuff happens. Babies are born with illnesses and disabilities and all this stuff. There's no reason for that that we can see. But if you do have any exposure to, to the laws of karma, the understanding of karma, the one thing that you know is that nothing happens without a cause. We may not see the causes or understand them, but there's only just so much fighting and yelling against, uh, yelling, yelling at God that we can do, you know, before we just say, well, fuck it, you do what you want to do. I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I know. That's okay. It's good. I mean, it's the way it is. Be with that and allow yourself to feel all those things. That's the hard part. You know, letting you, letting, don't try to make it okay. It's not okay. Eventually, it won't hurt so much. But that doesn't mean you'll have figured it out. It just won't hurt so much. You know, when I was going to kill myself in India, I was in the temple and I, I was having a nervous breakdown and I figured I would just jump in the river and drown myself. Because the river was six inches deep. <laughs> so I had to make sure I got the right spot, you know, I could get my head stuck under a rock or something, you know, it might work. So Maharaji called for me just before I was going to go do this. And he looked at me and said, what are you going to do, jump in the river? Ha! <laughs> he didn't seem at all phased by my suffering. What are you going to do, jump in the river? He said, you can't die. He looked at me like I was crazy. Worldly people don't die. Worldly Only Jesus died the real death. I'm a Jewish kid from Long Island in a Hindu temple in the mountains of India, and this guy's talking to me about Jesus? Only Jesus died. I just looked at him like, he said, why, why, why? Because he never thought of himself. No me was left in that great being. Only us, only the one of which we are all part. There was no me left. There was no me concerned with my pleasure, my pain, my suffering, what I want, what I don't want, what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do. That's the real death, the death of this separateness, right? So the rest of us just kept spinning around. You don't have to believe any of this stuff. I don't even know if I believe this stuff, okay? But they say that in, they say karmically, if you kill someone, you give them the right to kill you for a hundred births a hundred times over the course of incarnations. So who knows what's going on, you know? You can't know. You can just go, please, let people not suffer so much, you know? That's all you can do. And that we don't want to suffer either. And if we're hurting, if we're bleeding, what kind of a transfusion can we give anybody else? So for other beings' sake, we have to get our shit together, not just for ourselves.
Anyone else? <laughs> yeah, who can follow that? Who can top that? <laughs> no, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading Kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com. K-R-I-S-H-N-A-D-A-S.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org. K-I-R-T-A-N-W-A-L-L-A-H foundation.org. Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone. Remember God. Ram Ram. <laughs>